As you chilling in studio with your boy Bulelani Balabala, um, I'm having a beautiful day. But as I scroll through my phone, I realize one thing: that most of the guys that were supposed to be in studio aren't even here. But I've got a very beautiful lady from Minions, and we're going to be calling the two other guys. Um, the one gentleman is in Durban, Malibongwe Klaba, and the other gentleman is Tabo. Is all the way in Pretoria. He's stuck. I think, according to him, the strike is still on. But I mean, you guys are joining us for another beautiful episode, or rather, show of Three Sixty Biz. Three Sixty Biz is a show purely aimed at giving entrepreneurs from across South Africa the opportunity to shine, profiling prominent business figures, and talking about business talk. How are you, beautiful lady? Good, good, man. Uh, before I jump to Tabo, just introduce us, just introduce yourself to the listeners, greet them, and then, yeah. I am head of operations at Minions. Unfortunately, uh, the other two founders could not be with us in studio today. One is in Ghana and the other one is away on business. But I do have two of our marketing guys here, Mutobi and Tapelo. Thank you so much for having us in studio today. Interesting concept, Minions. And I'd really love to pick your brain a little bit later on in the show. Yeah, Tabo, man, how's it? Yeah, speak up a little bit. We're at our chama on the phone, man. Are you good, bro? No, I'm well. I'm well. Just yeah. just greet the listeners. Tell us who you are and tell us what you do. Um, I'm Tabuli Bimo. I'm the founder of Blowing Generation. Uh, we are a marketing agency. Uh, we use storytelling as a medium to communicate brand offerings to potential or existing customers. So by doing that, we create business events. We do copywriting and social media management. Tabo, now, how'd you get into this business, man? Um, when I was in the trade, um, I, I, I found the love for writing. So I started writing my first book when I was then, and then after I finished my matric, I published, and then it hit me when I went to all these business seminars and then was that the businesses that were presented to me out there, the, the, the innovations and, and whatnot, they did not have storytelling in them. And so my love for reading, my love for writing took me into the direction of marketing and brand storytelling. Now, I mean, is, 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 is writing something that you learned? I mean, how qualified are you to be doing the stuff that you're doing? Or is it just purely passion and you're just riding the wave as you move along? You know, I believe that, you know, uh, different personalities, different people were born with different things in the hands when they were born. Some people were born with a microphone, such as yourself. Uh, and I believe I was born with a pen in my hand. You know, and the writing thing, I remember when I was about seven years old, I went to my mother, asked her to buy me a PlayStation. The way that she looked at me, even to this very same day, still sticks as a nightmare. And then, (laughs) you know what I mean? Tell us. Interestingly enough, the next day she took me to a library and got my first library card. So from the age of seven until now, I'm 21, I've been reading like it's like it's oxygen you know what i mean so yeah. writing for me it has been i write for the love of reading you know what I mean? but i mean i mean surely growing up as um a young township boy i'd presume it, it might it might have posed a, bit, a little bit of a challenge whenever you wanted Majid, i wanted to play with you and you told them let's go read a book i mean <laughs> how do you overcome those kind of things because i mean when you see when you're young i think i'd assume that i'd assume that when you're young i mean you want to just fit in and people want to hang with you and stuff like that i mean how how do you how do you find that reading versus playstation going out movies and stuff like that 
You know, like uh, when I was younger, you know, uh, most of my friends they didn't want to visit. They always wanted to go outside, but like a top or or but like a di 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 giving these things at Dragon Ball Z. You know what I mean? And then I just found that when I grew up, most of my friends they were older than me. So um, when I was about ten years old, my oldest friend was twenty-five, and he was reading by then. You know, so I never felt the need to actually fit in. You know, and but then it was it was hard. You know what I mean? Because you want to be the cool kid, you want to hang around with the with the boys. But then, and when they do what they what they think is fun, for me it was never really really fun. So. Yeah, it was challenging, but then hey, I feel like it was a good sacrifice to make by the time because now it's paying off pretty well. Yeah, and I mean, just talking about that, I mean, how uh, talking about the successes of your writing, I mean, what are some of the most, um, what are some of your standout um, writings that have been noticed out there? Ooh, yeah. So um, I, I feel like to date, you know what I mean. Uh, when uh, the gentleman from um, Leadership 2020, Nicholas Richie Report, sent me an email and told me that he saw my writing on, on Twitter and he wanted me to blog for the page. Uh, that, that day for me, I was like, eh, okay, this is really serious. You know what I mean? And then going forward, uh, I landed a writing job in a magazine in Kenya before I went into business. So for me, that was actually the epitome of my writing, you know, because it made me understand that my writing was not only relevant to the to the South African market, but then also the African market liked what I had to say and how I put it down. And then one thing that again that came to mind was then when I wrote uh, an ad copy for an event which I was doing, I wrote something like, when you get to the top, always remember to take the elevator down so that the little guy can also come to the top too. And then from there, I got a huge client who told me, they know what, you like the way that you market yourself, you know, because the writing aspect, the storytelling is always there. It's not only about come to my event, it's going to be cool, but then you always connect with the people. And those three things, you know, the Kenya Leadership 2020, when getting the big client from the marketing writing, I feel that has been the epitome of my career thus far. Sorry about that, Tabo Man. Tabo, just tell me something. You spoke a little bit about one of your signature articles being, I mean, about the elevator, that when you're at the top, don't forget to kick the elevator down to pull other people back up. Have you found it very, have you found a lot of love in your industry amongst guys that have been there for years with regards to mentoring you or giving you the opportunities that you need to move further? Yeah, you know, like in some respects I have and then, and other other guys they that I can't really help me, you know, not because they don't want to, but because they're very busy. You know, but then I feel like many times the elevator has been brought down to me, you know what I mean? Because uh especially for like guys like you, you know, when you came to speak at uh, the Mingalat event, I was really overwhelmed. I was like, mm. so you know what I mean? So so I always saw that uh guys who have been there, they, they, they always help me out, you know. They don't just give me a free handout and say take it but then they're like and like earn it, you know, earn it, do something, work harder, you know. And I, I believe that the process that I go through when I learn with them, it, it should be better, but better than just getting something for free. Yeah. How mm. important is it for the young modern day South African to read? Mm, reading, you know, I always say that there are, there are two important things in life. is jogging and reading. You know, the first thing about jogging is that 
when you're jogging, you get to a certain point where your body's like, mm, I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. And if you can go further, that means whatever happens in life, you will still be able to go further, even when everything has stopped. And the thing about reading is that every problem that you face, anything that you go through, is written in some book out there, and just a matter of time until you find it. You just have to read as many books as you can, and when life comes to you, you're like, you know what, I read about this thing, I know how that person got over this, so let me keep on doing the same thing too, you know? And yeah. the beautiful thing about books is that they talk a lot, but they're silent. So I feel like somebody who, somebody or an object that actually expresses a lot, but in the silent, I actually find wisdom in that, you know? So reading is very important. Uh, you cannot just put it in, in, in a sentence and say that's very important. Because I feel like the, the, the reason I'm always reading, currently now I'm reading, uh, I'm at the house, I'm reading the office. And it's because I didn't really find why it's important, but I love it so much. Yeah. And then, mm. I mean, <clears throat> you spoke about how, in a sense, some of your work has been headhunted or rather commissioned in places like Kenya. I mean, mm. are you finding it easier to penetrate um, other African countries with the work that you're doing as opposed to South Africa? Or do you feel like there's movement here? And I mean, there are, there are, there are media houses that are willing to work with you. You know, um, I feel like, you know, um, it's easier to penetrate the African market than it is to penetrate the, 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 the South African market, you know, because in South Africa, there are really people who are actually known for doing this, you know what I mean? So in Africa, you go there as a new person, you go there and, like, and you express yourself, you know, and when you get to South Africa, you, you can only talk about certain things, you know, you, you can't actually express everything, everything that you want to talk about, and some people get censored for what they want to say, you know what I mean? Yeah. It is difficult, but then I feel that uh, as time goes on, with the new generation that's coming up, the doors will be open, and then guys like you will be able to actually get in them and make a difference. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, mm. it goes without saying. You're a storyteller, and I mean, mm. with any like as with anyone in any industry, there are certain boundaries that you would like to break that you feel like that people might not mm. be ready for those boundaries to be broken. So I mean, we are Cliff Central, we are Three Sixty Biz, we are definitely Unplugged Radio. What are some of the yeah. things that you've always wanted to speak about and you've always wanted to tell people, but you felt like people were never ready? Oof, man. You know, I, I, I always, I, I, I'm a person who's against popular culture. You know what I mean? I'm an eccentric person, so I'm, I'm always cocooned. You know what I mean? So but I, watched, I watched TV once in a while. Like yesterday, I tried to watch a bit of TV. And then I saw uh, some show on MTV. I didn't seem like it, you know, because it hit me that about 10,000 people or more actually watching this show. And these people are not talking about anything. You know what I mean? And for me, like, those type of things, they should bother me because when I think about it, it it's more of a sense of we young people should actually be investing their minds when in their 20s so that they can, read, they can read the food in their 30s. And, like, when I look at everything that's happening right now, nobody's actually focusing on the mind. They're just focusing on the clothes, the car, and the swag. And for me now, expressing such things, Sometimes you are turned as unpopular, and you get stoned on Facebook, on Twitter, and and all those different platforms. So I always feel like there's something missing. You know, there's something missing. Like as I'd say, man, juice. There's no juice in this thing. But then, yeah, like there's just like a brief of of 
what I see and what I'd really like to go deep into, and especially the racism too, deep, but then, yeah. yeah. Mm. And then, I mean, is that the stuff that you mostly write about? Is there a specific, is, is there a specific kind of uh, thing, a story that would be signatured to Tabo? Or, I mean, do you write about anything across the board? Um, I normally write about about motivation. So I do not get there and just tell people to jump up the seats and, and, and go run marathons. But then I always bring the set, the, the set stories that go with motivation, you know, because it has always hit me personally that, okay, travel, you're working really hard right now, you want to be somewhere in life. So what happens after you reach your pinnacle and you go to your steep job? You lose everything or you get fired You get fired from your own company. What do I do from there? You know what I mean? Because I always believe that there's a defining moment. That's when you know if somebody is an entrepreneur or they're just a hustler. You know, and for me, I'm always anticipating that moment when after I build it, after it's a billion dollar a company, then I lose it. What's going to happen? So I always share stories of people who went through similar situations and how they got to the next level after losing everything. So that's my signature as Tavo. And uh, a bit of comedy too. You know, I, I'm I, I'm a serious person, but I'm not I'm not really that serious. You know, so I'm going to put in a bit of folly in there so that people can actually laugh about everything that happened in the world. Yeah. Now Tavo, I mean, as I'm mm. seated here, some of the things that are running through my mind is that as a young man from Soshanguve and I mean, I mean you're obviously working from um, I mean you were obviously working from home am I correct? Yes I, I, I'm working from home. Yeah but I mean you know they, 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 I've often been told that when you dream you gotta dream so big that it shakes you up what does Tabo or Tabo's organization look like in the next five years? Mm, the next five years you know there's this thing that um, the whole world is coming to Africa. You know, everybody, Facebook is here, Microsoft is here. In the next five years, when the, the, the African brand story is told, when the African entrepreneur is, 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 is pictured or should be painted, green generation should be in the front line of that. We should actually tell the story of what it means to be African, what it means to be a black entrepreneur in the township, in the birds, anywhere, you know what I mean? So, the next five years, it is about uh, making money and everything, but then it's about telling that story that the world doesn't know. Because interestingly enough, right now, I'm, sp- I'm actually speaking with a lady from New York, Candace Adams, and she knows nothing about South Africa. You know, she came to Joburg, now she's in Cape Town, and she's like, mm, everything that's happening and I never knew really happened. And then when I asked her why, he said, she said that everything that she's been told about Africa while in America it's not really that appealing or it's not truthful, you know. So I feel like in the next five years, when something is mentioned about Africa, they should know that it's an authentic brand story, you know, and it actually goes with the company's vision because we deal with a triple A. The first one is adventurous, the second one is authentic, and the third one is Afrocentric. Adventurous means that everything that you do should be adventurous. You should learn something out of that. Authentic this authentic is actually a very important part of telling a story. So our stories, our projects, they should be authentic and Afrocentric. Everything that you do, the world must know that a black child did that. Nah, man. And then, I mean, what is your top five or top ten reads that you could suggest to people? I mean, other entrepreneurs or young people out there to go out and read? 
and read. Um, the first book that I would uh, advise young people to read is actually, not actually read, to listen to. It's your audio book, uh, Get Things Done. Uh, I listen to that every morning. and That's number one on the list. Number two, the Leadership 2020 by Bully, uh, number three, they should read Brooklyn Follies by an author in Brooklyn called Paul Oster. Number four, they should read Rich Dead, Poor Dead by Robert Kiyosaki. And number five, they should read Capitalist Nigger because Capitalist Nigger puts you in a different mindset, different level of thinking. And that's my mini self for them. Funny thing is, in the next couple of weeks, I'm sharing a stage with Robert. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not inviting you. So, Tabo Man, um, we, we want to send you off in style. Just sing us out. <laughs> nah, man, thank you very much. <laughs> it was exceptionally great having you on the show. Keep doing amazing, amazing things. But, I mean, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, they can get me on, on, on Twitter. It's at, at Tabo D. Lidimu. On Facebook, it's Tabo Desmond Lidimu. And the company on Facebook is Glowing Generation. Nah, man, those I really... Yeah? Yeah. Get a those three platforms. that we get us all the amazing work that you're doing. And yeah, man. Nah, man, I really appreciate it. Keep pushing, boy. Keep doing amazing things. In five years, we hope to be seeing your company on that high, high level. Have a great day, brother. Thanks, thanks a lot, my brother. Thanks, thanks my man. Nah, uh, nah, I really appreciate it. <laughs> thanks. Give a shout out to the Central family for me, Shop, shop, boy. Shop, shop, man. I mean, that was Tabo over there from uh, Glowing Generation, an amazing young man who's doing phenomenally well. He's from Mamelodi in Pretoria. I mean, while everybody else was striking, he was doing amazing and he continues to do amazing things. He's one of the young people that are spearheading the move to economic development in our country. And we will hope that a whole lot others um, would do the same thing. Some of the things that popped up today, um, having been paging through a few notes, was that I mean, today in history, Nelson Mandela was elected the ANC president in 1991 um, on the 5th of July. I mean, it's on a Friday in Ohal. I mean, this was amazing. I mean, while other guys were prepping to go to the turn-up, while other guys are prepping on a Friday to go to the chill-out spot, this man was being elected as the ANC um, president. And I mean, he's gone to do amazing, amazing things. And I mean, we all know we are fresh out of the June month and I'd like to think that June is I mean what happened what the youth of 1976 did mustn't just be encapsulated in 30 days which is considered June but I mean it's something that we need to be able to take into our workplaces take it into our communities take into the different work that we do so I mean I know it's completely off the script but what does June um, 16 or the youth of 1976 mean to you Oh my God! Thank you for putting me on the spot. Sorry. Um, well, I mean, I am very proud to be part of a generation that is interested and on the move on trying to challenge any. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Sorry about that. I am, as I said, I'm very proud to be part of a generation or a youth rather that's interested and. Are very committed in changing the way the government or the way society deems us as a youth. And I mean, most people would say that the black child is considered lazy because nowadays people have parents that are 
willing to pay for everything for them. So, I mean, p- being part of a generation that wants to be informed about being black or a generation that wants to change the way the black man is viewed in society, for me, it's, it's I mean, it's, it's amazing. I mean, not only are we f- celebrating or celebrating what happened in the past, we are yeah. trying to create our own we're trying to create history in our in our own way. I mean, if you look last year with the whole fees, the fees must fall movement, that was the start of, I think, bigger movements that are going to come up in the future. Yeah. I mean, people are not just sitting down and saying, "Yes, I'm a black child. Yes, I'm going to starve. Yes, I'm going to accept the way the government or society wants the black child to be seen." People are actually saying, "No, we have to be heard. This is who we are, and we are going to leave a mark." So it's it's it's. It's great, really, to just be able to say, hey, look at me, I'm a black child and I'm willing, this is what I'm going to bring to the table and this is who we are, so don't sleep on us. I mean, I'm going to use <laughs> Twitter um, language, don't yeah. sleep on us as the youth of South Africa <laughs> because we are going to, hey man, we are out here to make a noise and we want to be heard. So it's, it's I, I'm proud to be part of that, so yes. Now you've... Sir, what does it mean to be a young person in South Africa right now? we back on uh, 360 Biz. We had a beautiful conversation talking about the song that just played right now, B.I.G., More Money, More Problems, talking about how, you know, just having more cash, man, just calls a whole lot of new people in your life. Um, it kind of reminds me of that Drake song, No New Friends, because, I mean, people kind of just turn up and show up in your life on some, hey, fam, man, where you been all summer? I mean, we're in studio with a beautiful, beautiful Palissa. Palissa. Palissa, right? Faith. Faith, how? Faith, how? Aren't you Palissa? No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're in studio with a beautiful blesser, as she would like to be, (laughs) as she would like to be introduced, um, with a beautiful blesser from Minions. I'm kidding. With a beautiful, um, Faith from, uh, Minions. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, well, um, well, my name is Faith. And I am a graduate from Varsity College. I studied events management at Varsity College. And basically, really, I am not a blesser, please. I am a young woman who believes in the concept of helping others get things done. This is why I'm involved with Minions, because that's what we do at Minions. We help people get things done. But like I said, I'm just... Really a bubbly person. I am outspoken. And yeah, um, thank you again for having me in studio and putting me on the spot with the whole June 16th. But hi. you held it down really well. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I can see, I can see you standing on a podium with 10,000 people. Yes, no? Yes. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> Check that, man. Now tell us a little bit about, um, minions. What is minions? What inspired minions? What does minions do and all that stuff? Alrighty, well, Minions is basically, well, let me just say Minions helps people get things done. That's what we, that's what we, that's our slogan basically. We help people get things done. And in a more quickly and easy, easy manner, I mean, the whole concept of Minions was 
started by one of our founders who's not here, Sam. Um, he was a student at Vits, and well, how he tells the story is that I don't, I'm not sure if I should believe him, but anyway, <laughs> how he tells the story is that well, he was. At school and he had to hand in an assignment and he had to be at the bank at the same time. And, you know, um, the whole idea came from what it would be like if you had extra hands on hand. I mean, every day, like for instance, I'm here and I have to go to the bank as well, but I'm in studio right now. It would be nice to have someone else run that errand for me while I'm here in studio. So that's how Minions basically came up. The idea of having someone else do something else for you while you are busy with something else. So, like I said, Minions is basically just part of a concept, rather, that is called the sharing economy. And what the sharing economy does is it focuses on leveraging other people's spare capacity in order to gain profit. Okay. Now, one huge organization that's part of the sharing economy is Uber. Uber okay. is popular in internationally and nationally. So the only difference between us and Uber is that we use or we find young people. We create a community of young people who have spare time on their hands. And obviously with that spare time, their skills are not being used. Yeah. And we have clients who have excess tasks and very little time to achieve those tasks. And we create the platform for those two people to connect and meet and we leverage those people's spit, well, the, 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 the tasks that they have at hand and we combine them with our minions and that's how it works. We provide the extra hands and make sure that whoever, say for instance, you have to, I don't know, pick up a document and you are in studio as well. We, you call us, you contact us, listen, Faith, I have to do this and I have that to be done. And we make sure that your document is delivered to you. And all you have to worry about is being in studio and doing what you have to do during the day. So we are basically just there to help people get things done. Like I said, quite interesting. But I mean, um, is being, is being a minion open to anyone? Can anyone just sign up or is there a screening process that they go through? Good question. We do have a screening process really. Um, obviously what, like I said, it's, it's, it's basically young people who work for us. We go to a lot of institutions, um, trying to recruit new minions. And with that being said, we sign up people and we obviously check we, we do have a screening process that checks um, what type of person we are recruiting, what they do, and if we can trust these people because we really can't be putting our minions out there with clients that wouldn't want to work with us in the near future. So we are working on a process still to make sure that our security or screening process rather is one that's one that can be trusted. So we do have a screening process, but like I said, we work mostly with students. Yeah. And it is open for all students who are willing really to, when they get the call, to get up and do the job. Because you have people that sign up and really, no, I can't do it. So we want people who are energetic, people who believe in helping others get things done, people who, you know, people that just want to work. So really it is open to anyone, but we do have a screening process, like I said. So, yes. And then, I mean... um 
I would assume that sometimes across, uh, I mean, I would assume that sometimes depending on the level of clients that you're dealing with, you'd find that you might not want to send um, a certain level of a minion to that client because it might compromise the client's privacy or whatever the case is. So, I mean, are there rankings to then say that you will get the more elite clients or you will deal with almost anyone or rather even if it's not the clients or individuals themselves, but rather the information, the sensitivity of the information. Because, I mean, if I send you somewhere with my bank statement, I mean, are you just going to give it to some junior minion who's going to take it and then smoke Zol with it there with his friends and talk about it or Instagram it? Or, I mean, yeah. Okay, well, um, really, we do have a ranking system because I work very closely with the minions. Over time, as people sign up, you get to know the type of person you're working with. And when they sign up, they... Give us information about themselves And before we actually send people out onto the field We had um, we had tasks, semi-tasks that we would give people To see if they are willing and open to doing the job Because you don't just want to send someone out there Listen, this is what you have to do And the person is not interested in doing it And we give our minions the opportunity to pick The type of um, work they want to do Because we do have a, a, a set module And we... It's divided according to um, Minions Business, Minions Personal, and um, sorry, pardon me, Minions Business, Minions Personal, and Minions on the Move. So with that information that's given on our system, we are able to allocate the type of minion that's capable of doing a certain job. So obviously, if we just send out any other person to do the job and our client's not happy, it's not going to look good for us as well. We are losing clients as well. So we try our level best to put the best minion out there, the minion that we believe and we trust that can do the job. And obviously, there's a trial run to everything. I mean, we if we send someone out there that's not doing the job very well, in turn, when we look back on our reports, we are aware of the type of people we're dealing with. I mean, we're dealing with humans. It's not like a robot that you yeah. send out and you know for sure that the person's going to do the job very well. So it's, 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 it's a trial run for us as well as a company. It is, a, we, we are a startup company. So obviously working with the different people that we are working with, we get to know the type of minions we're recruiting and we learn about them. And obviously, you know, it's all, it's, it's all a process. So. Yeah. You know, um, we've spoken a little bit about the process with regards to um, enrolling new minions, but I mean, in terms of clientele, are there certain people you wouldn't work um, with? I mean, who, who who do you guys focus on? Who's your target market? Okay, well, um, I'm not quite sure what you mean. Um, I mean, for instance, <clears throat> for instance, what I mean is. Um, are they are they individuals that you wouldn't work with? I mean, is there a market that you guys are not catering for? Or, <laughs> I mean, Duncan at the back just said Nyalpa boys. <laughs> 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 I mean, are they are they are they guys? Are they people that you wouldn't particularly be you know interested in working with? And I mean, another side to my question is rather. Um, is there certain tasks that you guys will not do, or you guys will just do anything? Okay, first of all, let me just clear it out. We will not do just anything because when you put out anything, it gives people ideas, okay? And we, ha- get things done, yes. <laughs> we do help people get things done. But, you know, when I'm talking about things, like I mentioned, we have a set business module. Um, a business, our minions businesses obviously focuses on companies such as, for instance, Cliff, Cent- Cliff Central, um, that wants to make sure that their employees stay within the business and do work instead of focusing on outside things like, oh my God, I have to run and pick up my laundry. So in turn, uh, Cliff Central would obviously 
use minions, uh, encourage the, 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 the employees to book a minion and they would use that as an incentive to obviously encourage the employees to stay in, in, at work and focus on work. And with uh, Minions on the Move, it now focuses on brand activations. Um, if you are working mm. events, we come in charge, we come in turn and hire and provide young and energetic, energetic um, staffers that will help set up the event. And when we talk about Minion Personal, now we're talking about you as an individual. It focuses on you. Instead of now having to focus on getting an assistant that's going to, you're going to pay a salary the whole month, we are coming in turn to just help with your filing if it means picking up your laundry. And it creates that one-on-one interaction. You give us an idea of what it is that you want done, and we make sure we help you get the thing done. So we are focused, rather our target market is young professionals. Really, we are focused on... Small companies as well. We focused on large companies. We focused on the mother at home that has to get the kids to a party on Saturday, but still has to do groceries on Saturday as well. So we are not doing anything, okay? But we are focused on small business matters. We focused on admin matters. We focused on events. We focused on just being in the studio, just helping you. If you want an assistant for the day, that's what we do. So it's not just anything because obviously if I say anything, yeah. we might get people asking us to do funny things and mothers calling us, what did you put my child through? So no, we don't just do anything. So yeah. that's what we do at Minions. Okay. Now, you, you, you touched a little bit about the promotions. Do you guys do promotions? Or rather, when you commissioned uh, by companies, do you guys offer that service? Yes, we do. If now a company had to approach us, if for instance, Cliff Central has something going on, you would approach us, listen, we need five, ten minions to help promote whatever brand, whatever special it is that's in place. We come in and we help where we're supposed to. So obviously companies will approach us and ask us to provide staffers for them to help at, uh, at promotion. So yes, we do work promotions as well. I'm looking at the Uber Move or guys like your Airbnbs, which is similarly, which is similar to the space that you guys are playing in. Mm-hmm. Um, would you guys like to make this more app orientated or technology orientated where you have actual robots doing the work <laughs> instead of human beings? Oh, well, okay. Uh, obviously we don't want to just focus on robots now. We're trying to build the youth as well, you know, youth development, yeah. provide yeah. jobs as well. So yes, we are working on an app which will be launched the end of September. Um, we are trying to be very active on social media as well. I mean, it, by being having an application, that will cr- it's 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 easier. I mean, having to know that okay, if I log online and I request three minions at three o'clock for a certain task, and you know as well that that minion will be there. So we are trying to work on our application, which will be launched. So yes, we are touching base with technology as well. We're touching base with being. An online service as well, not just yeah. having to pick up the phone because that's that's tedious as well. Having to always pick up the phone. Hey, listen, can I speak to whoever? Uh, you know, we're just trying to be. We're growing, so yeah. yes, we we are working on an app. Like I said, it will be launched at the end of September. So no robots, please. Humans. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, that's what the bank said. Now they're moving that way. I mean, almost everyone is moving in that direction. But I mean, now tell me something. I mean, whenever whenever anyone is on the verge of something that is cutting edge, which is what you guys are on right mm-hmm. now, and I mean, it's a very innovative product, very cutting edge, very youthful, very lively. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, those are the things that one struggles with from time to time in business and when you're running around in a busy day. But I mean, one of the biggest things that I'd really, really like to know is what are some of the challenges that you guys have? I mean, whether with clients or whether with students, is this a concept that they fully understand? Do you have misunderstandings with clients where they think that, you know, this person was actually supposed to be here the whole day, not an hour, you know, that kind of stuff? I mean, like any other company, really, even if it's a small or large company, we do have, we do face challenges on the daily. I, I mean, I remember when I did, we went to Boston Media House just to recruit new minions. I had to explain to people that, listen, this is not a full-time job because you have people sending you now CVs or asking when do I start working or when am I going to, am I going to get paid f- every month or whatever. I mean, it's small things like that. And with clients having to, I mean, we, I think with a company such as ours, you have to constantly remind the client or even whoever's working for you that, listen, this is what we do so that no lines are crossed. So we do have small challenges here and there, but nothing that's ever placed us in a position for us to quit or say, no, listen, this is not going to work. It's small things that we learn as well. I mean, like I said, it's, it's a learning process. Any company, no matter how big it is, it's always a learning process. You meet people that just don't understand what it, you do or people who don't want to understand what you do because you have people that understand but just really don't want to grasp the con- concept of what it is that you're doing. So, I mean, it's small things. Um, t- people um, not responding when you try market your, com- your, your company. People that just... Really don't want to give you the time of day, but it's small things. And I firmly believe that as time goes on, we will be able to move through those challenges and hopefully um, take over and people, you know, just want to work with us. So, yes. What do you see? What do you ask in minions in the next five years? Oh, my God. The next five years. Oh, my God. I'm sorry to say this. But think of the movie Minions. You see how many tiny Minions? <laughs> yeah. That's where we'll be. I mean, you know, this is just all, I'm speaking this into existence, okay? Yeah. We will be the leaders in on-demand professional services. I firmly believe this is possible because, I mean, currently in South Africa, there isn't really a company with the same concept or business module as ours. Internationally, yes, but South Africa, if people don't catch on, we will take the lead in that, uh, in that industry. So that's where I see us. Um, just basically creating jobs still for young people and really, like our slogan says, helping people get things done. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, if someone was interested in booking your services, how do they go about that? Alrighty. Now we are active on Twitter. But obviously, if you are interested in booking a minion, you can drop us an email at info at minions.co.za. Uh, you can also like our Facebook page, uh, Minions ZA. Like our Instagram, uh, follow us on Instagram as well, Minions ZA. Or follow us on Twitter as well, Minions ZA. So, yes, that's where we are. And don't forget to like our pages and contact us to help you get things done now. <laughs> I think I'm going to see you guys if you get things done. <laughs> yeah. Is she, is she missing something? The, the marketing guy. The numbers. Her numbers are 083 No. Call me. <laughs> Thank you very much, Faith. Now, we, we're about to wrap up uh, the show. We've got Malibongwe all the way from Durban. Malibongwe, how are you, brother? I'm good and you, man. 
I'm good, my man. Um, we're talking about you. We're talking about entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs that are doing amazing things. We're talking to Tabo earlier on from Glowing Generation, yeah, who's yeah. just a storyteller. We're talking today to the guys from Minions. We're talking to Faith. We're talking to the team. They're doing amazing things with Sam being out the country as well. I mean, yeah. they 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 they're offering an amazing, amazing service that I believe that I'll use. I'll engage you guys after this. You I should. need promoters. Hello. But I mean, my man. Um. We we are fresh out of um, Youth Month. Uh, we're commemorating yeah. the youth of 1976. For instance, when I when I when I when I when I scan through my laptop right now, I mean today in history we're celebrating rather the the installment of Nelson Mandela as the president of the ANC. Mm. This was in 1991. What message yeah. do you have for the young people of South Africa? Uh, the message that I have, I just want to say to the young people, it's our opportunity to shine and it's our opportunity to take the opportunities that were created for us. Because the people that stood and they fought and they were on track and they lost their lives, they were fighting for us. They were fighting for our opportunities. Now, these opportunities, we need to grab them. Now, our problem at times is that opportunities come, but we don't see them because we're relaxing, because we're sitting at the corners. Because we want those, uh, we want things to come at a silver platter. But now today, I just want to say to the young people, you need to stand up, look up, and never give up. Challenges are going to come, but we need to stand up. Uh, people are going to tell you that, I know this was not for you, but you need to look up. People are going to say, no, man, I, we need to give up, man. This thing is not working. You've lost so, many, so much amount of money, but you must never give up. Because giving up is something that is for the losers and people that believe that they cannot achieve things. But if as young people can stand up and grab all the opportunities that were designed and created for us, it's about time that we make things happen. So I just want to say to all the young people that are listening that we need to stand up, look up, and never give up. Nah, thanks, thanks, Malibongo, man. I'm looking forward to having you or rather featuring you in studio again next week so that you can share some wise words to the amazing young people of South Africa. Thank you, brother. Definitely. Uh, Thank you very much for having me. So how do people get a hold of you? How do people get a hold of you? Uh, They can check me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, as Malibongo Kaba, everywhere, Malibongo Kaba, my website, www.malibongox.org. Now, I'm Googleable. They can also Google me. <laughs> <laughs> but, Chayla, you are what? I'm Googleable. You are Googleable, Baba. Tell them. Yeah, tell them. Uh, Lord, Lord, Lord. So, man, I just wanted to say uh, in, in closing, uh, as, as young people, opportunities when they come, some of them will not come as we expect them to come. They will come in ways that we don't expect. Some of us need to be dirty before we become rich. Some of us need to be dirty and we need to, to go through a certain pain. I'll make an example of a banana. You can never eat a banana without peeling the banana. So some of us need to be peeled before we get those opportunities. Being peeled is going through that hardship. Being peeled is going through those challenges. So some of us are still going through those challenges and we want to give up. And I'll say it again. Stand up, look up, and never give up. 
No, man, thank you very much. That was Malibongwe. As we wrap up the show, we, in this particular segment or portion of the show, we always give it up to our beautiful and amazing and handsome guests to give us 30 minutes of inspiration. So what's your 30 minutes of inspiration? Anything to the young South Africans out there? Wow, wow, 30 minutes. Well, no, 30 I, seconds. Oh, so your 30 shucks. minutes. That's like, another show. <laughs> should pull out an Oprah book right now. Um, basically, I mean, like Tawa said, guys, never give up. Really, it's, you walk, your path is your path. And if you don't own your path, you will find yourself walking in different paths every day, questioning what my purpose is. So live your purpose, find your truth, live your truth and live your purpose. Basically, that's all I have to say for me. Faith, thank you. Um, sir? Oh, all I can say is like, you should try and fail and don't fail to try. Thank you to him, Futi. Ach, ach, you're a natural. You're getting, you're getting, you're getting, sir. Oh, um, opportunities, opportunities are out there. Opportunities are out there for us, you know. So, as the youth, we need to push and push and keep on pushing. So miners go out there, get things done, get things done. I'm going to sue the minions, get things done. They call me Mr. Get Things Done. My name is Bulelani Balabala. Google me, Google me, Google me, Google me, Google me, Google me. Thank you guys for listening in. Join us again next week, Tuesday from 3 to 4 p.m. Um, as we interview and profile amazing young people that are doing grand things. Have a beautiful day. Cliff Central. The revolution. I've got something important to tell you.